When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you go? We are live, I do believe. Yes, sir. We are. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the third edition of the Auburn Live Recruiting Calling Show. I had to write that down, man. I have to remember that. I am your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. I am joined by Mr. Cole Pinkston, Recruiting Analyst for the same website, Auburn Live on 3. Cole, how the hell are you, buddy? Yep, that's right. The same one. What is that, you know, uh, partners or cohorts? you want to call it. Cohorts. Cohorts. Yeah. Yeah. We are um, absent J-Head tonight. He is actually, man, believe it or not, folks, he's got his, uh, allegedly, has his audio <laughs> fixed. And will be joining us again. He has some uh, duty call tonight. Duty call tonight. He will not be able to join us tonight, but he will be back on the Shrivel Pod on Thursday, uh, which is great. We'll, uh, we'll be catching up with him on Thursday. Got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Not going to do so much talking as we are because this show is about the listeners, man. This show is about the fans, the subscribers, and we want to get to as many questions as we can. Uh, I do want to say a couple of things to kind of get this show started, Cole. Um, Tiger Takeover is kind of rounding down. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, winding down. Winding down. Thank you, sir. Rounding up, winding down. Uh, winding down they have been to 650 schools in 16 different states lots of offers lots of evaluations lots of visits set up and the latest offer was another wide receiver offer today Cole I don't know if you caught that 2023 guy Keon Brown received an offer from Auburn another wide receiver we've we've kind of been slow in tracking the wide wide receiver position because the offers have been um Hard to track. I mean, it's been slim, slim pickings from the wide receivers. Of course, Ike Hilliard came in late to the party, so they're getting mm-hmm. evaluations done, seeing guys in person, uh, starting to see a lot of a lot more offers go out to wide receivers. Uh, another thing I wanted to say, Brock Glenn Cole, I think he picked up a Florida State offer. Brock Glenn, the I would imagine the soon to be four star quarterback from Memphis and Auburn's yeah. top target that position. Very possible. Uh, yeah, you, you would think so. I mean, elite, elite eleven finalist. Uh, got invited to the Elite 11 after a strong showing in the regional. And he his recruitment starting to really pick up. Auburn got in on him early, offered him back on the A-Day game. Seems to be the team to beat, but they're going to have a lot of competition, including Florida State, who offered today. Yeah, I will and, say and he uh, told me he told me Jeffrey that he was hearing from some more schools. So oh, oh well that's not yeah. to, uh, that, that's to be expected, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so offers may not be done yet for him. No, I wouldn't think so. Especially right. if he goes out west and blows it up again, sure. which is very possible. He, he can spin it. He, he's he's really good. Really like him. Um, but he will be uh, – I'm going to have a story up on the site later tonight 
or in the morning, but he has set his official visit to Auburn for June the 3rd through the 5th, according to people that know a lot more than I do. So that will be another big weekend. The, the official visits are going to get ramped up in the month of June. Uh, we had Connor Stroh come into Auburn last weekend, the big offensive lineman from Texas. We're going to have Raquez McElderry, also known as McIlderry, yep. coming in. Uh, he's a Georgia commitment. He's committed to Georgia, has been some, since November. He's from Anniston, cousin of Braden Joyner. He's coming in this weekend. He'll be in Friday with his mom and siblings. Big visit there. And then we will start seeing the month of June including Brock Glenn and a bunch of four-star guys, some five-star guys coming in that month. Going to be a huge month for Auburn. Let's get to our questions, Cole. First question tonight. It's not a, it, it, not a, uh, uh, it's not a question. Corey Weber. Is it Weber or Weber, Corey? <laughs> I, I, what do you think, Cole? Um, I, under. I'll take the under on 2.5. Oh wait a minute! You're you're actually looking at the question from Brian. Oh, yeah. I was looking at I was looking at our first comment from Corey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah w e b e r is it Weber or Weber? Corey Weber. I, I would I would say too. So, so. How did no, Chris? He should call in. He should call in. And let us know, Corey. Where are you where, where are you doing? <laughs> All right. So the uh, the freaking shrivel pod room in Brassville. Pocket watch coming in strong. All right, Brian Harson, head coach of Auburn University football hey. team. He listens to the show. Wants to know over under on two and a half five stars in the twenty three class. Mm. Cole under. I would say I'll under. Take, yeah, I'll take the under, and I feel good about it. Yeah, uh, I'd, say one or, say, I'd say one or two. That's not to say that there aren't two possibilities of five stars who we talk about a lot. Uh, Quay Rusaw and Jaleel Hurley are your two top guys there, and uh, both realistic, so possible, but definitely under two and a half. I would say one or two, and Coach Harse, um, <laughs> that is just going off of the rankings as they stand today. Yeah, yeah. So don't don't think that some of these four-star guys, these uh, four-star on the edge or the brink of five-stars will not be five-stars by the time their senior seasons are up and it's December. So a lot of time to go. But as it stands right now, the five-stars on the on-three consensus, I like Quay Russo at Auburn. I mean, I don't. I'm not predicting him to Auburn. I think Auburn's got a very good chance with him. I got to think. I think Auburn's got a shot with Jaleel Hurley. Uh, as we said last week, the least you hear about him, the probably the better. So, all right, who's going to be our first caller? Where's Tyler Justice? Yeah, where's he at, man? I'm waiting on that one. He, he really lets lets me down sometimes, man. <laughs> you all know right, what? He, oh, I like oh, oh Molester Stallone. <laughs> one of my favorite posters, man. I love it. Who will be the sleeper? D-line standout because we know Hall will get constant double teams. All right, this is a team question, Cole. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to defer to you. Uh, well, I'm going to stay consistent and go with the guy that I just wrote about on, I guess it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Zykevis Walker is my pick. Zeke. He's, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. The, the three guys that I've written about in the last three days to be the next man up, which means they're guys that haven't really burst onto the scene yet. We're all really highly rated four-star guys on the team. Zykevis Walker was definitely a top 100 player, I think, by most sites. I think he's dealt with some injuries, you know, different things. But when I go back and watch him, it, when he's in the game, he does make a difference. 
he's just trying to learn how to be an interior D lineman when he played defensive end most of his time in high school. So I think it's time. I think he's about to be the guy to step up. I think he's going to play, I don't know, 40 to 50 snaps a game. Maybe that would be the tops probably, but that would be a lot for a backup. But I think that's what he's getting close to. He's probably the next guy off the bench in the rotation. So, um, yeah, that's my pick there. You know, and he's he's one of those guys that uh, I was pumping up when he signed. I know J.G. Tate and I, when I was back with Rivals and him, we both were really high on Zeke Walker and had big expectations for him. Is And I'm like you, Cole, is, is it his time? You know, is this his transition period? Is this his transition year? Is he really going to step up yeah. this year to kind of give you gl- glimpses of what's to come when he's right. the full-time guy? So I um, – or I really have big expectations for Zeke Walker and think this could be a breakout season, absolutely. Yep. There's our man, Decatur Tiger set 97. Oh, yeah. Decatur, oh, Morgan County. Morgan County. Does it look like Cam Riley is going to stay at edge this season since it's likely a transfer edge won't be coming in? I agree that it's likely he uh, a transfer edge won't be coming in. Cole, just – from the outside perspective, if you're looking at the on paper, you you would you would th- you would think has he been moved to edge? I, I'm you're, no, you're the team, uh, more no. okay. He has not been moved permanently to edge. He's going to play some edge, and I think that was going to be the case even if they did bring in a transfer. So uh, yeah, I would expect him to play a good bit of edge, and he plays outside linebacker anyway, which is technically what an edge used to be called. Um, Sure. But it's more of a hybrid of a defensive end. But I think he's probably in in the right place weight wise now with his frame. He was skinny. He doesn't look so skinny anymore. I think he's going to play a lot of edge. Tyler Justice says he likes to keep his voice anonymous, probably because he's a chick. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's you know I can't be too mad at Tyler because he really really hypes us up man <laughs> he's, he's a good hype great. man he is excellent he is uh, i mean change. never change. she is she is yeah <laughs> she you're is. a hell of a hype girl there tyler justice <laughs> might be taller crocky poo what's up big dog here we go auburn addicts man and, and, and i don't know if did i mention like zeke walker is uh our camden brown is my zeke walker of this year's class like Camden Brown is who I have really high expectations, and I don't know how soon he's going to reach them. Yeah, I think with Auburn's depth chart, he's got an opportunity to do so a lot earlier than I ever thought he would. But yep. I really like him, and Auburn Addicts says, will we see Camden Brown this season? Cole, as the recruiting guy, I'm going to say hell yes because of what I saw in the spring from that group. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I think I think we definitely see him this season. I think uh... – you know, it, those first couple games is almost like you want to say later in the season, but the first ones are Mercer and, you know, there's probably a good chance he plays against those guys if Auburn gets up pretty big. But significant snaps, like snaps that matter in, in important games, I, I think he probably starts to break in midseason and start to get some of those. I think all three freshmen will, Jay Farrow, Mari Kelly, and Camden Brown. I mean, there's, there's snaps to go around, I think, at the receiver position. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes I forget about Jay Fair. That he's he's really good too. That's a good thing. It, it, it seems to me that guys at Auburn uh, that come in and and you know they're going to be pretty good, and then they you sort of forget about them. Those are usually the guys that that burst onto the scene. Yeah, in my That's experience. Exactly. 
War Eagle, 1975. Good year, big dog. MC says, what is the latest on Dylan Brooks? What are y'all's expectations of him? Well, we – what do you think, Cole? Uh, he's got to be ready to go, whether he's ready or not. I just wrote that um, Monday uh, in my Next Man Up series. He was the guy I chose at Edge. I mean, that's obvious. There's nobody else behind Derek Call and Echo Leota. So, whether he's ready or not, it's time to go. And he's going to be playing a lot of snaps because as – we learned when uh, – what, what was his name from UCLA? Isabor. Odua Isabor. What we learned when they were recruiting him was, hey, one of the selling points is, look, man, I know Derek Hall's here. I know Echo Leota's here. They're probably NFL guys, okay? But you know how many snaps TD Moultrie played last year with those two? How many snaps Romello Height played last year together? That's how many snaps you got. Four to 500 snaps. I mean, look, that that's why people are so worried about the edge position because there's three guys, and we saw how good the rotation was last year. It was really nice. So now you're not going to have that. You needed one more guy, really, and that's where Cam Riley comes in. But, um, you know, Dylan Brooks is the guy that's going to play as many snaps as most of the D linemen in the rotation, too, in my opinion. Catch me up on Cam Riley, Cole. Was he, had he moved to edge, or was this all conjecture? No, he he was practicing at edge in the spring. Um, okay, okay. Just you know, not not fully. I think he was still working at linebacker too, but he was doing both. So, we'll you know, back to the uh, back to uh, 1975's questions on Dylan. Uh, as a recruiting guy, uh, y'all know a lot more than I do. But I will say this: I did go to the open practices during the spring, and I did watch Rock Bellantoni. And the edges a lot for some reason. Oh, I'll tell you why they were so because they were the closest walk to me. It was the shortest walk for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, right. and and I really liked what I saw from Dylan Brooks. I liked the leadership from uh, Derek Hall, and I liked the leadership from Eku Leota, and the attention they were showing Dylan Brooks because there's probably there's probably some pressure on this kid to 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 really live up to his billing this year, and he's he's definitely got the uh, the ability. You know, his head coach was Larry Strange. Hmm. One of my favorites. One Handling. of my favorites. Was it Hanley? Yeah, but he's a he's a Weedowie boy who coached gotcha. at Woodland. Took gotcha. Woodland High School to two state championships, only to lose to Sammy Coates and Clint Mosley. Leroy? Yep. And then he went to uh, Handley where – I think – hey, Dad. Larry Strain went to Handley. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That was his alma mater. I thought he was from Weedowie. He, 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 I think he coached. Yeah, he played. Okay. But yeah, Hanley, uh, <laughs> then he took them immediately to a state championship. Uh, so big, big, big fan of uh, Larry Strain and anybody from Hanley. So I'm pulling for Dylan Brooks. Well, I think you're right, though, Jeffrey. I think there is some pressure on him, man, because uh, again, he's got to go. He's got to be ready to go. So it ain't, there ain't no waiting around anymore. There's no. Uh, Hey Dylan, are you ready? No, he's got he's got to go when it's time when the when the season rolls around. So that'll be interesting. Right. Tommy Jones, <clears throat> opinion on the depth chart, offense and defense. I know it's just your opinion. Uh, mine's pretty short. I think I like the ones. I like most of the twos. After that, it's pretty slim pickings. Yeah, I can agree with that. Depends on the position. I think. Uh, there's some young talent that we just don't know much about. So you, you can't, you don't know yet. 
that those guys are going to play some this year because of the depth issues. So uh, we'll see. Um, like ones and twos, pretty good though. You have to be pretty excited yeah. about some of those guys, especially Derek Hall, Leota, Owen Papo coming back. Uh, you know, Pritchett at Tank. corner, Simpson at corner. Yeah, offense. You got Tank, offensive line the or entire offensive line, the tight ends. That's not a. That's kind of a sore subject with a lot of people is the offensive line. But look, man, <laughs> they're they're not terrible, and no. they got better last year under Will Friend, and I'm ready to see Absolutely. him again. So. Absolutely. Listen, man, I I, I I thought by the end of the year they were above average. Oh, I do, I do too. And I expect them to be. Still, I still think they're inconsistent on some things, and that's the problem. You, you know, the best lines are the most consistent, the ones that can do it every down. Um, but definitely making plays out there, definitely helping move the offense, move the chains. If you watch Bo Nix, you'd be convinced the, offense, the pass protection is not good just because of the way he plays quarterback. <laughs> So, you know, that's 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 what uh, I'm looking at. All right, let's see. I'm gonna have to scroll back up, man. The questions are coming pretty quick. We'll we'll start hitting them a little bit better. Uh, any chance with Deion Smith, man? Uh, you know what, Corey? Which you're gonna have to go call in and let us know how to pronounce your last name. Um, <laughs> Deion, Smith, like this would be a perfect J head question. I can answer it. Good. I, I say no. Um, okay. And and I don't know that with one hundred percent confidence, but maybe ninety percent confidence. I just don't I don't see that one happening. I think probably another SEC school will pick him up, maybe Arkansas, South Carolina, something like that. I just don't see it happening. And I really don't have a reason. All right. Uh Dusty. Man, Dusty. You know I'd butcher that last name, so I'm just not even gonna try it. <laughs> oh, man, I, I kinda want to though, you know. Mashad. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I got a, oh, I got a buddy with the last name of Shaw. For real? Yeah. Mitch Old. How are we <laughs> looking in the Connor Stroh race after the visit this weekend? Man, I tell you what. Connor is a uh, – he's pretty. He's fairly quiet. In he doesn't do a lot of interviews. Uh, but I got him Sunday when he was leaving. And, man, I'm telling you, dude, he really likes it here. He really liked the time. His family really liked it. Uh, but you're talking about a, a, a Texas offensive lineman who has – Offers from the in-state schools, yeah, specifically Texas. That's yeah. typically a very tough hill to climb. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, Auburn got a little momentum this weekend, man. They, that's the second trip he came back in April and was like, "I like this place enough that I want to come back." And he brought the whole family. He um, really, I think, Cole, you um, maybe talked about this before, but he's all about the ball, you know, and he sat down with Joe Bernardi and Will Friend. He had all the time he needed with those, both of those guys. He developed a really good relationship with them, watched a lot of ball with uh, a lot of film. Yeah. And, you know, he sees that opportunity for early playing time. And, you know, if he's a kid who wants to, you know, get out and get away from home, I, I really like Auburn's chances here. I think mm -hmm. they, Auburn's definitely solidified itself as a serious contender to Texas. Now, I think Texas is the overwhelming favorite for him, um, at least according to the RPM on all three. Yeah. We'll see how his visit shakes out because this kid wants to – I can't remember if he's the one who told me he wanted to make a decision in July after his visits. I think he was. He wants to go ahead and do it. So, we won't have to wait long. But um, Auburn hit a home run with that visit, no doubt about it. Uh, they, they did what they had to do. And – be interested to see what he says after Texas, if he says anything at all, and then 
uh, well, what happens he, in July. He had, a, he had a top five of Auburn, Texas, Texas A&M, Florida, and Arkansas, I believe. And he basically eliminated Florida the other day when he said he's not taking the OV there anymore. Well, you know what? I didn't make a big deal about it, but if you go back and read my story, he said these are my four main schools. He didn't mention Florida. Oh, yeah. That's right. He did. He did. And I didn't want to make a big deal about it because we got people down in Florida um, who had him locked in for an official visit. So I just kind of let it play out. And sure enough, later that evening, he said, hey, I'm not going to Florida. And I was like, all right, Dan. So Auburn's definitely in the top four. I think Jay Head said to keep an eye on Arkansas here. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely one that he likes. Um, I would say, um, even though he's still got to take those the rest of his official visits, Texas, Arkansas, Texas A&M, but I, I think it's an Auburn-Texas battle personally. Um, that's just my gut feeling on it right now. But Arkansas still got the visit, so, you, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man. You know, I used to dismiss Arkansas, especially if they're going head-to-head with <laughs> yeah. Auburn or Texas yeah. or Texas A&M. You know, they were no shot. But right. you know, they they are a formidable opponent on the recruiting trail these days, especially with uh, big offensive linemen. So yep. interested to see how this shakes out, man. I really like that kid. I think he'd be great here. I think he's a great fit. But but you know what? Arkansas is a lot like that too. I think I could see him fitting in any of those four schools, except for A and M. Man, I just don't get that A and M vibe from him. I really mm, don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I think his parents went there, but I don't think that I don't think A and M's a main player there. Personally, we'll watch him commit to AM for you if he goes. Yeah, he'll commit tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Perry. Oh, Patrick. How many commits by July the 1st, above or below two and a half? I think we talked about this last week. And you know what we did, Patrick? We've got so many visits coming up in June. Okay. Braden Joyner's already committed one, right? Terrence mm-hmm. Love has already committed. So that's two. I'm guessing Patrick wants to know how many additional. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So now you're looking at four or. Uh, four and a half or five, uh, four and a half being the over under with two and a half. So, um, it's tough because I don't see a lot of these kids leaving their visits and then committing. Yeah, I think they'll take their visits in June, maybe early July, and then start making some commitments at the end of July. I tell you what, Patrick, if you move that, oh, July the first, let's make that August the first, Patrick. Yeah, if you make if if, if you because July the first, I'm gonna say under August the first, I'm gonna take the over. Yeah. I would, yeah, I think that's right. I was almost thinking over for July too, but I just don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't see any of Auburn's top targets, meaning the guys that are taking official visits, committing anywhere by then. That's true. You know? Maybe Connor Stroke because he's moving things fast, but he could be one of those. You know, I, I, it's possible. So, uh, Brock Glenn. Wants to do it by June, he says, but he's getting more attention. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the way it's going right now. Probably going to chill out, step back, see what all. And remember, happens. it's still the summer right now. The camps haven't even happened. The summer camps at each school. Oh, so now, see, that's when it's going to heat up, dude. Now, because you know Camden Brown, this is can man. The camps usually produce a, a commitment. They really do. Kids yeah, coming yeah. in here, they want that offer. They want that offer. They're working for that offer. They get it, and they're like, "I'm done." And a lot of times, man. On guys like that, the coaches are like, man, listen, you, you got an offer, you know, if you commit, you know, yeah. let's go. Get on board. All right, let's go. Um, yep. So, I think by August the 1st, Patrick, I'm going over. July the 1st, I'm going to go under. Um, but uh, a lot of momentum is going to be gained by by those you visit. So, John Addison, as far as recruiting goes, what positional group do we feel the most and least confident to land talent in this cycle? Good question. Yeah, it is. Cole, what is the most – 
what is the positional group do you feel the most confident to land talent? DB. Uh, I you know it's either DB or linebacker for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that too. I like the linebacker position. I like C. Rob. He's going to get somebody. That's, That's right. Um. Yeah, I'll go linebacker. Yeah, I'm looking at the. I'm I'm, I'm considering recruiters here too. Uh, I think offensive line's got a chance to be a really positive. Yeah, yeah. Group, I really do. I think C. Rob is going to at linebacker. He's going to get eight one at least one stud. Mm-hmm. I think Zach is going to. He's already got Terrence Love. He's going to get probably at least two more studs. <coughs> Pardon. Cadillac's going to get a stud at running back. Yeah, I think so too. The biggest concern, uh, I think Jimmy Brumball is going to do well with defensive line. Yeah, that too. Yeah. My top so, three for best would probably be linebacker, DB, O line. Okay. Uh, least favorite. I'm going to go wide receiver just because Ike's new. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He, he might surprise me, man, because he's got Carmelo English. Yeah, no, yeah. that would, but as, as far as quantity, I mean, you probably want, you know, two, three, four of those guys. I don't really know anybody past English, so it has to be receiver right now, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. Receiver, I'll say the two receiver and an edge right now, just because. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of edge guys. Maybe D line. I don't know. It's, it looks pretty good. Good question, man. Yeah, this early. I mean, everything kind of looks pretty good, right? Yeah. And there's still a lot of targets on the board all the way across in every position. Um, I tell you what, John Aston, that's a damn good question. I want you to come yeah. back and ask that maybe at the end of the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us Put back with that at the end of July. Hey, man. Zach, Zach, you got somebody for us? Yeah, we got someone. All right. Two, five, six, you're live. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, big dog? What's up? Who we got on the line, man? uh, Go ahead, sorry. Who who, who, who who are you? I got Bruce Pearl from the board, you know. Bruce freaking Pearl. (laughs) From Auburn, (laughs) Alabama. Hey, that's right. That's right. Hey, guys, I actually uh, work at a radio station up in Gadsden that y'all called into the show a few times. Uh, 102.9 Fox Sports. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We love having you guys on talking a little recruiting. My guy Chase down there hosts the show. So I right. like having y'all on anytime people love. We did a little poll the other day about what do you want to hear more of? And they're all about college football recruiting. Hmm. Oh, BP, what's up? Sweet. <laughs> So I actually have a, a football recruiting question. I just tuned in a few minutes ago, so if you've already hit on this, let me know. But I want to talk a little running back recruiting. Okay. I, I, was, I was kind of thinking about it and going back through some of the years, and I guess I really started following recruiting big time when Chizik got hired and the Lake Seastruck, Mike Dyer, and Lattimore group. And it seemed like every year through Gus's tenure, we were signing, you know, a top 150 recruit at running back almost every year. And we yeah. had the blocks, it seemed like, but – we were getting those guys and kind of expecting those guys. And maybe since Tank, we hadn't really had one. I was kind of curious, who do you all think will be the next big-time running back, whether it be this year's class or next, to come to Auburn? And and then this might be for Cole a little bit. Uh, is there a certain style of running back you think kind of fits uh, Harson's offense? Um, i tell you what, right. the running back board right now, uh, we'll get a uh, – I will just say – 
it's it's, it's pretty limited. Yeah, it is. Auburn's kind of going in on um, Jeremiah Cobb. Yeah, Jeremiah Cobb. And the, the the Robinson kid from California, you know, it looked like Auburn was a legit contender for him. He's uh, he's still he's still scheduled to come, but I don't see that happening. I think he's in going to stay up west. Yeah. So too. now it, it, it's it's um you know where does Auburn go? We, we think Auburn wants to sign two running backs in this class, and they're being very very selective. I think they have that luxury right now when you've got a stud yep. in the backfield. Yep. So, uh, man. That's, that's that's a tough one, BP. Well, I mean, my answer would be Jeremiah Cobb. I think Auburn's probably in a great shape with him. Clemson's coming here, and, and that's going to be interesting because two of his teammates are over there from last year. So that's something to watch. But I think Jeremiah Cobb is that really talented back, that explosive guy. He's a four-star, um, just shown out in camps and all that. So that's – but I'll even go back to Damari Austin. I, to me, man, that guy, that guy didn't get enough credit. He was ridiculous. Go back and look at his film, man. It was it was impressive to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely, I forgot about him. First of all, he's uh, he's compact. And he weighs close to two hundred pounds, and he's so much faster than I realized when I went back and watched him the other day. And I have a couple film rooms on him showing that too. So, to me, Demari Austin's the guy. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get some snaps this year, and I think he's gonna be really good for Auburn. And he and he loves it. I love his passion too. So that plays into it. The only reason I was hesitant no, with the y'all. running back. He seems like a great kid and all he that. Kind of go back to the stargazer mentality too much. And, you know, I think yeah, he, well. he committed over, kicked Auburn over like a Northwestern or something after maybe LSU cooled on him and a couple of other bigger schools. So I just missed the days of uh, signing one of those top ranked guys in the country. And maybe one day we can get back to that. Is there anything we can kind of just showing it on the field to get back in those guys kind of mindset? Making uh, noise, man. Winning. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think I think Tank Bixby's going to be used a lot more in the passing game this year, and that could be something that back see and and go. Hmm, you know, if I'm getting you know 100 yards rushing and 50 yards receiving a game, that looks a lot better to NFL scouts. And of course, Tank's going to get drafted. That always helps. You got Jarquez Hunter there too, who was a really really low three star guy who showed out last season and could be ready to make another splash too. So Auburn's always going to have a good running back, man. I, I don't see them ever being in a place where they're, where they're struggling with running backs. I just – even if they're lower-rated guys coming in. It's just the way it goes. Sure. Well, I appreciate the call, guys. Appreciate you, BP. Yeah, man, that was good stuff. What we got there, Zach? You're looking all blue and shit. <laughs> I mean, stuff. <laughs> stuff. Roman Brassfield. Cute pick there, Roman. Do you guys still feel fairly confident Auburn landing Stanton Remmel? Ramil? Damn it. Ramil and Jeremiah Cobb. Clemson seems to be making a strong push for both. I know, man. I know. I know. Um, I think that's why I was a little hesitant on BP's question on Jeremiah Cobb is <sighs> I've lost a little bit of confidence. I still think right now, put a gun to my head, where's he going to sign? I'm going to say Auburn. But I don't like that Clemson interest. I don't like that Clemson visit. Clemson no. just offers Stanton. Yep. He's going to go up there. Um, but I will say this. Yes, Roman, 
Do I feel fairly confident? Absolutely. I do. Mm-hmm. If I was to make up a mock class right now, they both would be in it. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm with you, though. The Clemson offers on both of them are worrisome. And and the fact that he has two uh, – Cobb has two teammates over there, two from last – just from a, a year ago, uh, Kylan Griffin and TJ Dudley, who signed with them. So – they're 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 in his ear. I, I, but man, the the just just how hard Cadillac has gone after him and made him the number one guy. You would have to think if he misses on that one, that's yeah, that's a bad loss there. You know yeah, that that that's yep. In state guy too, right down the road. Yeah, work to him from the from the get go. I, I I think in the end it's gonna Auburn's gonna win out. Yeah but I don't think it was a slam dunk like I thought it was maybe two months ago when I was probably having his commitment story ready to go. Yeah, I would agree. Good good stuff, Roman. Good stuff. You any kin to uh, Davey Brassfield? <laughs> West Jefferson's Davey Brassfield. Went to, went to school with him. Anyways. Woodyard. <laughs> oh, Molester's back. Oh, Molester. How often is CC in the field? Cole, this is all you, man. I feel like he is next level. Robert Woodyard. Flipped uh, from Alabama to Auburn on signing day. Four-star linebacker from Mobile, Williamson. Coached by Mr. Antonio Coleman. What do you think about him, Cole? Yeah, man. Old molester. I I agree with you there, dude, because he is next level as far as athleticism goes. Probably top two or three highest ceiling in the 2022 class, including transfers. Um, So, but I wrote today, uh, you know, talent is just – a drop in the bucket of of what you got to have when you to play college football at a high level. It's just one of the things. It's not everything, and that's why you see four stars and five stars that don't pan out sometimes. The potential's there, but you know there's so many other things. The mental part of the game, just just getting your stuff in order, being able to play that you just never know. Now I think he's got the athleticism to make a difference in year one. Um, will he? I don't know. There's a couple linebackers that they feel good about, so I don't think he plays a whole lot, but I think he could be maybe a blitz guy or something like that. Just might have a package for him or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. I wouldn't expect any true freshman. I mean, regardless of how good they are, to see a lot of time, right? Yeah, well, he's not going to play. I don't think he's going to play just the linebacker where he's making calls and he's doing all that, you know. I think he comes in just to utilize one of his skills, which is good speed, and, and come off the edge or something like that. Hmm, pass rush specialist potentially. Maybe, yeah. All right. Philip Coleman. Oh, PC. <laughs> yeah, Zach, that's a uh, that's a parody <laughs> question. <laughs> parody. <laughs> I think that's uh, the beast <laughs> we got in the transfer portal, like uh, like Morris Young and um, what was, it? was that his name? Morris Joseph. Morris Joseph. That's what it said. <laughs> and um. Yeah, man. So uh, underrated. Hold on. Let me hit. Let me hit. Because I, I love Jess Manning. Um, I, I don't know him. Uh, I shook his hand a couple of times, but I love that he is. I, I love what Owen Pepo told me about him a year ago. That is how ingrained he is in football and, and, and X's and O's and schemes. I mean, I, I really like Jeff Manning. I think he's a uh, brilliant football coach when it comes mm-hmm. to X's and O's, whatever, game planning. Uh, he, and Philip Comas seems to think uh, Schmitty's going to have some up his sleeve at edge. 
keep Hall Leota and Brooks fresh for the fourth, maybe some four three looks for me. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I, I tell you what, if 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 scheme and um if if that was if that your concern, it really shouldn't be with Jeff Schmidt. If 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 he's tanking, it's not because he's getting outworked, man. This 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 guy is obsessed with football. Mm-hmm. I think he's in the right place now. And, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. On, on the um, you know, something up his sleeve. I just talked about Woodyard possibly being a pass rush guy. I mean, he would be pretty good. He's already like two hundred thirty pounds, and he can he can go. So that might be a guy. Joko Willis is a guy that. I just don't hear his name much, man. Yeah. He was showing out in the A-Day game. He plays outside linebacker, but they used him as sort of a pass rush guy in the in the A-Day game and in the bowl game. So that would be a good trick uh, that nobody really knows about him. So interesting there and Cam Riley. And then you have Colby Wooden, who you could always slide out, and he does a good job rushing the passer too. So got some options, yeah. I think. Uh- I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, Me too. Always. Underrated. He was given that uh, name by his girlfriend. (laughs) Oh! I am too too big dog. Depending on chemistry with wide receivers and offensive scheme, can you see Calzada and this team starting off 5-0? Yep. Sure can. Well, well, well. Let's look at the schedule here. No, hey, I I like Penn State at home. I, I like what it. Brian Harson did the first half of the season. I need a refresher. Uh, uh, Mercer, Georgia's yeah. sixth game, right? So, so yeah, let's go go through go through the first half. Go through the first six. Brooks, Mer- Mercer, yes. I'm doing a show. San Jose State, yes. Uh, Penn State, mm. possible. Count it, son. Count it. <laughs> Revenge game. Missouri at home. I think so. And then LSU at home. I tell you what, man, you get through that five. Now you're making some noise, dude. Now, now read me yeah. the last half. I'm, I will go four and one for, for that five. Okay. That's, I got them five and one. one. And, I, and I don't know if it's Penn State or LSU. I just feel like they dropped one of those. I think they beat Missouri. I'll say that. Um, and then you've got at Georgia. L. Not good. <laughs> at Ole Miss. Mm, push right tough. now. It's gonna be tough. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to throw the L. Keep going. Arkansas at home. Uh, they've. Owned I'm all right. They've hey, owned I, I, I like it. I like it. I've got them right now at one loss. They, it, they seem to play their even without Brian Harson. They seem to play their best game against Arkansas, and I don't know why that is. That's just the way it's gone. I don't want to jinx it or anything, but that's. I, I, I pick Auburn on that one. Uh. Mississippi State at home. No, no, no. Excuse me. At Mississippi State. Revenge game there, I guess. <laughs> it's a tough one last year. And then you got Texas A&M. L. At Auburn. Maybe. Calzada, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Western Kentucky, that's a win. And then you have Bama. At Bama. Push. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see eight or nine wins. I, I mean, I could see it. I'm not Listen, saying I've got happen. I know the over under came out with Auburn at six and a half wins. I've got them at eight wins, and that might include the bowl win. But I've got Auburn with eight wins right I, now. I could see it. I could definitely. There's a path. 
Zach, you got one? Yep. Three, three, four. You're live. My neck of the woods. Trace, hey, Trace, Trace, hey, man, who we got on the phone here? Hey, this is uh, Smoke One. What smoke up, Smoke One? one? If you got one. What's happening? Yeah. What's up, hey, man? What's yeah, up? I, I guess uh, Connor Stroh visited like, recently. Yeah. Connor Stroh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what's, what kind of feeling are you getting off him? Well, I'll tell you what, Smoke One, did you just smoke one? Because we just talked about him like five minutes. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, really? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, dude. Yeah, I mean, we did, but listen. <laughs> Okay, this this thing is hey, it needs to be. Hey, 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 can I set the record straight first? Yeah, that's based on blackberry smoke, baby, not necessarily. <laughs> hey, so uh, what you're saying is you like my bat signal when somebody commits? That's right, man. You seen my avatar, right? Uh, yeah, I have. I don't remember what it is, but I've seen it. Yeah, it's Charlie Star. Oh, from- yeah, Char- yeah. Okay, I, I know exactly. Yeah. Because we've talked about this before, I think. Be a smoke one. No, I'm not sure. what's, what, what's what you got on him? I got a good feeling from him Sunday when he left. Got to talk to him in person. Got to talk to his dad, um, his mom. And I think his sister was there with him. Uh, all all the things that you want to hear from him, and not only that, but the body language and the, uh, the how genuine he was. This kid is, does not give a lot of interviews. He he gets kind of nervous, um, and but man. Uh, he, he he really liked it. He really liked the one on one time. Say, say again. Looks like he's huge. Oh, he is big. Oh man, y'all see his freaking hands. Yeah, I heard. I heard rave reviews about about his measurements, and he was somewhere along the lines of like six seven in the three thirty range, and had like the biggest hands. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I think we have him as a three star on three right now. I don't I don't see that holding. I think. He's he a mule, man. He is a mule. I like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I talked to, I had a good conversation with him when he was at that practice. And I, I, I noticed he was more talkative when we started talking about the practice and football and how that was going. And he said, Oh, yeah, everybody was on fire. He said, The coaches, he says, I'm coming back. I love this. This is great. And he did. He was true to his word and it seems to be that way. So we'll see. Good fit for Auburn. Yeah, uh, smoke one. Yeah, we're we going to probably. Uh, do you think we're going to increase the number of linemen we're going to take based on the scholarship numbers being able to increase? During I think. The I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not betting on it, but I do think they are looking at maybe taking a few more at certain positions. I, yeah, I don't see why they like wouldn't. You know, risk take a little, take a little risk on somebody maybe that. Sure. You know, you might necessarily sold on based on yeah. the shit numbers. So, and, yeah. and you know, that's it's going to be interesting to see how Brian Harson does it because he's very selective. Yep. You know, he just, yeah. just doesn't take people. <laughs> so does this give him the the leeway to be a little bit more lax on that? To say, hey, we've got we've got the guys that we want. We've got three, four more spots, man. Well, let's look. D- does he take a shot? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, probably won't know until late. Curious to see how he does it. Let me tell you why I think they will take more. Because I think they – I'm just going off of what I observed from this last year. I, I think they probably wanted more out of the transfer portal. I think they held off on a few guys in the 2022 signing class because they knew the portal would explode and they thought they'd have more success there. Yeah. I, I think that's true. Um, they didn't have as much yeah. success as they wanted. 
they had some good success, but not great success like they wanted. So numbers-wise, I think they will not wait around for the portal anymore. I think they'll take guys that they consider good. So I think they get more. Corey Weber. Oh, man. No, man. Hey, man, y'all was bringing up Clemson a while ago. You know, they they stick in my crawl being an Auburn fan. (laughs) I I don't – kid to Bama necessarily in-state, you know. But for Clemson to come in here and take, you know, our players, I don't know. We need to do something about that. Mm. (laughs) Lay down the gauntlet, baby. It's interesting. Several too. It's interesting, right? That Dabo has never done June official visits until now. He's doing it now. He didn't believe in the transfer portal either, did he? No, he did not. I don't think he got anybody out of the portal. Didn't believe in um, early offers. Nope. Didn't believe in commitments taking visits. He's uh, he's having to uh, readjust. Readjust. (laughs) That's good for that's good for Dabo. (laughs) All right, fellas. That's all I got. I appreciate the convo. Appreciate yeah, you, man. Smoke. Great stuff. Appreciate you, Smoke. I Dude, I forgot we were on the call, by the way. <laughs> I mean, Cole, you was talking some good shit, and I was kind of lost. <laughs> and I noticed Chris Weber's uh, name, and Corey's name is Weber, as in Weber. He needs to call us. He needs to call in and say, yeah, he's, 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 he's Corey Weber until he calls in and tells me otherwise. Weber. Yeah, same as Chris Weber. Isn't there a in there like a Weber State that's got the same spelling and it's Weber State? I I don't know. Maybe it's Weber State. It's Weber, Weber State. Yeah, Weber State. I don't want to think too far into it. Oh, let's see what's going. On. How the defense line fritch kid from uh oh Philly oh nine Philly zero nine I should say. How's the D line French kid from JUCO looking? Jeffrey Emba, dude, on the hoof as good as you could. He's pretty, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's yeah. pretty man. He's pretty. Yep, he's got the look. He has got the look. I thought he was somebody's dad at that first game we were at, and I was thinking, man, that guy's dad is huge. And I was looking at him in the face. And then I and then somebody said, hey, that's a recruit, man. I was like, oh, my gosh. He looks like he's 40 years old, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I have high expectations for him, Philly. I don't know. I do, too. I, I do, too. But that not having spring is – yeah, I hate that. I really hate that. I wish he would have gone through spring. Was he busted in the shoulder or something? Yeah, he had like a sling on at one point. I know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it was, but yeah, I, he he's ready to go though, from what I understand. So he should catch on pretty quick. I mean, he's he's a freak athlete, you know. You know what? Uh, our last two questions came from Smoke One in Philly, Philly Blunt. I think somebody's trying to tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, uh, let's see. Felix the cat. Yeah, you got time to call in, dude. Come on. Yeah, man. Other on what we got? Oh, oh, Brooks Lee jumped in. You see that? Brooks Lee jumped in with a D. He's he's slinging D. <laughs> That's what he got on his on his math test. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Thomas Jones, Felix the cat. Is Auburn going to stay on Auburn High School for a stronghold for recurring? Is Auburn going to stay on Auburn High School for its stronghold for recruiting? Recruiting, yeah, I think it's recruiting. Uh, after Braden Joyner. Uh, Powell Gordon. Cur- yeah, Powell Gordon. I, I don't currently know anybody that 
nobody there's not a name that jumps out of me right now from Auburn High School, but you know, if they have a good player there. They've they've got an underclassman quarterback who's pretty good. Oh yeah. I think his name is Davis. Davis, yeah. First name, William. First name's Davis. Yeah. Yeah. His dad's yeah. a famous guy, I think. Yeah, he called him to the show earlier. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Sure did. Hey, I, for real though, I saw Davis Harson at the uh, Under Armour camp in Alpharetta. He was probably I mean, he, he, he's good. He's going toe to toe with Prentice Nolan, who is a, an Auburn quarterback target for next year from Lancaster High School. I thought it was good. Yeah, I think he's small. I think he's small, and that might hurt him. But he's got he's a good quarterback, man. I, I I would imagine he ends up at Auburn. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I, I I would imagine he ends up playing for his father. Definitely, definitely. And that it would not be a um, a bad take. I mean, he, he's he's a legit good football player from what I've seen. Yeah, good football player. So yeah, Auburn High School. If they've got them, they're going to get them. I mean, if they've got them, they're going to recruit them. Obviously, try to get them. Um, all right, Felix. Maybe next time you can uh, call in. Corner outlook for recruiting. JP, corner outlook. Uh, just offered another cornerback. I mean, I'm telling you, the, the, the cornerback board is kind of like the linebacker board. Yeah. And that yeah. there's studs all up and down it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's guys that they could take right now, four-star guys that they could take mm-hmm. right now, and they're not. Yeah. Because they yeah. don't have to. They are they have other guys higher on the board that they have good shots with. Yeah. I, I think, I think uh, cornerback's going to be one of those positives – that somebody asked about earlier. They had a few guys on campus um, during the season that I talked to there, and I've talked to them since, and they're three-star guys. Um, and they they told me – I've just checked back with them here in the last week, and they said, man, I hadn't heard from Auburn, mm-hmm. which tells me they have bigger fish. Now, honestly, Dale Miller, who yeah. basically told us, he goes to IMG Academy. Now he's from Hoover. He showed out at Hoover. He's probably getting ready to do that at IMG if I had to imagine. He's a smaller guy, so, you know, he's still in the three-star range just because his frame doesn't scream NFL, I guess. But, man, um, I don't I don't know if they're going to take him right now either. I think they feel better about guys that they have higher on the board. So, if that answers your question for the corner outlook, if you want some names, I think, um, obviously, Jaleel Hurley is the top target. Uh, Avion Terrell. There you go, A.V., whose older brother is A.J. Terrell that played for Clemson, played for the Falcons now. Um, now I know his brother went to Clemson, but, man, I, I would not – I would watch out. I think Auburn's in good shape there. Uh, I did want to go down to out corner. Uh, what's the next one? Typo. Felix Cat, you go, buddy. I, I have them all the time, except mine aren't – mine aren't uh, on a, here. <laughs> do you think Auburn gets enough on the lines and recruiting to fill the spots? To fill the roster, or is it going to be a portal year for those positions? Oh, no. I think Auburn has a very good year recruiting offensive linemen, which is going to take us to that next question, Zach. JP, I, I like Auburn's offensive line recruiting. I like Auburn's defensive line recruiting. I think they're going to have very good groups on, on both. Um, but th- this is one right here, Cole. Um, something I came across in the last 24 hours. Speaking of OT, Stroh, underrated ask, how big would it be if Auburn could pull Formby out of Tuscaloosa? Ain't happening. Yeah. Ain't happening, big dog. Uh would be He's, massive, but yeah, it ain't happening. Um, matter of fact, he is not going to take an official visit to Auburn anymore. 
if he returns to be in the fall for an unofficial visit, but he's looking harder at other schools right now. So I think Auburn will uh, will turn its focus elsewhere, which is good, man. Hey, I mean, I, I thought he was a long shot to begin with. Any kind mm-hmm. uh, Ole Miss, Alabama, or both for a guy from West Alabama, it's, it's going to be tough. But he yeah, he made four or five visits to Auburn. Mm-hmm. and uh, But right now, I, I do not see that happening. I don't see him taking an official visit as I probably predicted him. And, I, you know, I probably had him in my five for two. But not anymore. Yeah, um, I think we. I think he was in ours when we did when we made it more specific in interior and and tackles. He was on the yeah. tackle list, but as far as like overall look at O line, I don't think he was in our top five for possible yeah. landing. So it was always tough on that one. They wanted him, you know. They they consider him a really good player, and probably Alabama. You would think is is the team to beat. Yeah. And I tell you what, JP, going back to JP real quick on that offensive line on lines recruiting, you know, kind of like we mentioned in cornerback with cornerbacks, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, offensive linemen that are very high on Auburn right now. That Auburn is, I wouldn't say they're turning them down, but they're just kind of, you know, massaging them. They're not pushing for them. They're just keeping them, you know, loose, yeah. keeping them ready. And yeah. um, they're they feel like they, they by the end of this. Early signing period or before their assignment, they're going to have a good class. They're going to have a good group of, uh, of offensive linemen. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the offensive linemen. You've got Braden Joyner already committed. You got Rockwith McElderry coming in this weekend. You've got Connor Stroh last weekend. You've got Connor Lou, who just named Auburn in the Final Four, going to come in for an official visit. You've got uh, Stanton Rammel coming in for an official visit. You've got. Uh, shit, man, I just had somebody on my tongue. Oh, 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 Clay Whedon. Yeah, in, Clay Wheaton, in, yeah. In, in, the end of June. Uh, you got a lot of offensive linemen with Auburn in the did top. You say Connor Lou? Yes, sir, I did. Okay, named sorry. Auburn. Um, coming in for an official visit. So a lot of in- interior guys and a lot of tackles too, man. Um, Isaiah Robinson still got Auburn in it. Yep, yep. So a lot of guys, man. You want to get these guys back on campus? So oh, look who look who showed up. DJ oh, Chester is another, by the way. DJ Chester, man. I gotta, I gotta. Mm. Yep. I always forget him. DJ Chester is a name that Ian Jeffrard. Ian Jeffrard, yes. Uh, I tell you what, not feeling as good as I did on Bo Hughley. Me neither. Good to know. Didn't mention him for a reason. Yep. All right, Zach, what's up, big dog? See, two oh five. You're live. Birmingham. Hey guys, how y'all doing tonight? Doing well, man. Uh, Who we talking to? This is Russell. I had called or talked to y'all last week, and uh, Jeffrey, you stripped me of my MVP for a, a no call, so I had to call this week. Make <laughs> oh, <it. laughs> there you go. <laughs> Big Russ is back. I want to call and uh, mention to you, you were talking about David Powell was your third cousin. Yeah. Uh, I had football coach at McAdoo, so I, I didn't know if we played you uh, when you were in school there. When did you graduate? 94 from minor. Oh, okay. Okay. You were a few years ahead of me. I thought you might have been around the same time I was. I was 2000. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, small nice. world, but yeah. Uh, you ain't even got hair on your peaches uh, yet, do you, buddy? <laughs> what's that? I said, you ain't even got hair on your peaches yet. <laughs> Kid, well, you get fired for sexual harassment. Back in the day, but um, that have been, been fun to uh, to bust, bust helmets with you back in the day. I bet you're a pretty good football player. But, but anyway, yeah, I didn't have anything too specific to ask just uh 
Um, kind of curious to what you guys uh, think the roster is going to look like compared to uh, uh, last year here, the next few years, if you think it's going to keep getting better, like it looks like the recruiting's on an uptick. So uh, naturally yes. it should be getting, getting better every year. So uh, what do you think that's going to translate into when we can finally start being up there with the top dogs in the SEC two years, three years uh, this year, which, you know, probably not this year, but, couple years down the road but uh yeah that was one of my questions just want to see uh, about that. i like it russell uh, and uh i appreciate you calling man uh i for one Cole, i will say uh, i i got auburn with eight wins this, this year i think that's going to be enough to propel auburn to a top 10-ish recruiting class top 15 yeah i think so and, and, <clears throat> and i really feel like Auburn is going to be a 9-10 wins team in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 and by, by that time, Russell, I really feel like Auburn's roster mm-hmm. with transfer portal, with JUCOs, with recruit, uh, with high school recruits is going to be at a 9-10 win team. Now mm-hmm. you're two games away from championships. Now you're two plays away from championships. Um, there's not a lot of difference yeah. between a 10 win team and a 12 win team. So no. I feel like I feel like I feel like Auburn's roster will be championship ready. Championship competing for uh, potentially have the talent to compete for championships in 2023. Mm-hmm. Might be might be young, yeah, but they will have the talent. Yeah, I think so. I, I think um and the schedule. I, as far as the roster goes. Yeah. Again, we we talked about the new rule with the NCAA in recruiting and how you can bring in more guys. Is you don't have to you don't have a cap on your signing classes now, so I think that helps Auburn. And, and you saw Darren Usher put out the tweet, you know, when he, when they did that, like he was excited about it. That's because they are excited about it, and they can bring in more guys. They want to be selective, but they don't have to be so ultra selective anymore. And that that eases yeah. some stress on them, I think. Plus, they know they know how they can navigate the portal now. I think they learned a lot this year with how the academics work with school mm-hmm. and how the you know how the curriculum is going to hinder them. And maybe that changes, but for now, mm-hmm. I mean, they know what they're dealing with in the portal now. It's not yeah. a mystery anymore. If if what yeah. Jeffrey says comes true and they go and win eight games, nine mm-hmm. games, the recruiting will. And and right now it looks good. The recruiting will see an uptick again. For this class, for the twenty twenty three class, that's going to help. I think. I think there's there's a lot of guys like maybe Wilkin Formby, um, mm-hmm. guys that are sort of out of the question right now. Who would go? Oh, okay, they're starting to win a little bit. Let's maybe take a visit over there. And their entire offensive line is leaving. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to be guys like that too. Um, just in general, that are maybe out of the question right now that go, well, let's just see how things are going since they're winning. You know, that, that, that's the, that's the key, man. I mean, they have gotten winning cures all it cures. Everything It is the ultimate cure. <laughs> I, I'm optimistic about the, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Russell. Go ahead. No, no, I apologize. I was, you guys, this is your all show. I'm, I'm just a guest here. I, I enjoy listening to you guys. Your buddy. Um, I was mentioning with opening up the new complex to go on top of it. You got to think there's a lot of things in favor of falling for Auburn right now. Absolutely. One of a successful season because it looks like they're going to exceed expectations if Vegas is already putting out five and a half wins, which is crazy. 
But, uh, I mean, I've seen crazier, but, uh, you know, if they exceed expectations with seven, eight, nine wins possibly this year and uh, upset a couple teams they shouldn't and play close with Alabama again and maybe even hopefully pull out a miracle somewhere, uh, that's going to really help out with all the things that's coming Auburn's way with the new complex open up. Uh, yeah, you're talking but- about the no caps on the signing class, which is just that's. I was just talking the other day with somebody. Could you imagine if you had just two classes in a row? If you had the space available and you had the capability to sign, say, a top three to top five class two years in a row, could you imagine those two massive classes two to three years down the road when you've got like 50, 70 players that are juniors, seniors <laughs> yeah. that are just ridiculously talented? I mean, talk about stock with talent. That would mm. just be ridiculous. Your two deep would pretty much be juniors and seniors. Yeah, uh, filled with I don't know. It's it's crazy how much the game's about to change with all these rules, and nobody knows what's about to happen. It's college football used to take these changes ridiculous long time. You know, one change would have taken 10, 15 years, and they've done like five to seven changes here in the past year. It's just yeah, gonna shake it up a lot. But, but anyway, sorry to ramble. So it's, uh, it's an interesting time with with football, but especially with Auburn because it's. I'm hoping we can still have the possibility to, to get back to dominance because NIL, it, these other teams are so freaking rich. It's, it concerns me a little bit because it, as good as we get, are we going to get outbid, uh, you know, for the, for the players that we really, really want in the future when this, when teams start pooling money and is Auburn going to be able to compete? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we are, but um, interesting times ahead, is, especially as an Auburn fan, because we, we want to be right there and we should be right there at Georgia. Alabama. I think we got the coach to do it if we stay out of his hair for a few years and let him build the program up. And I'm just hoping he'll stay after that. He's successful the way he just got treated this offseason. Yeah. yeah. To the NFL or something like that. But anyway, interesting times, guys. And uh, thank y'all for the show. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for letting me call in. Appreciate yeah, man. appreciate you, Russell. Uh, tell you what, Russell. I on the NIL deal. I don't. I don't worry so much about the NIL mm-hmm. deals I did at one time for Auburn. I think it's really going to be okay. Um, I think transfer portal recruiting requires great NIL deals. <laughs> I, I just being honest with you, I think that's how it's going right now with the portal. Um, I think this separate entity that, that Auburn's done the Auburn NIL that's run by Jason Campbell could be really beneficial. I think that's a cool idea. It's not really affiliate. It's not technically affiliated with the school. I learned more about this the other day. It's it's sort of like a separate business that's helping Auburn with NIL, so it should be pretty cool. Um, I think that would work out, and that's for players that are already on roster too. So it'll be interesting. I, I think the NIL is going to shake itself out here. Um, hey, let's let, let, let's hit the lightning round, Cole, before uh, we wrap this up tonight. Uh, right. Tyler Justice comes in. Do we should we be have? Uh, yeah, Tyler Justice comes out of nowhere. Should we be worried that Auburn doesn't have any very many wide receivers on the board right now? No. Uh, but we, we we talked about this earlier, Tyler, because, you know, you were uh, doing your hair or something. But a, lot, a couple of new offers have gone out to, to wide receivers in the past couple of days, including today and Keon Brown. Um, going to see – it's going to be a lot more interesting to with more names on the board now. The, like Hilliard's got out and seen some guys in person, reported back, got some of these guys' offers. Uh, or is that something that's going to typically work? So I think it is. I, I think I think wide receivers got probably the most potential of any to really soar once the season starts. And yeah. guys see the the depth chart at Auburn, and Auburn starts winning some games and and, and throwing the football. And 
I think it's got potential to really uh, pick up midseason. I think they need to see, and I think they need to see how the quarterback play is too. I think that'll help. Yeah, absolutely. Plays good. Yeah, and and I have confidence that that Calzada's going to. Me too. I do too. Zach Calzada. Uh, we're going to hit these real quick, Zach. The Eagles Nest, 8-4 and four record means we get number one recruiting class, doesn't it? Or maybe missing something. No, uh, actually, Nick Saban did it with 6-7, and seven and, and he went 6-7 and seven and lost to Louisiana Monroe, signed the number one recruiting class in the nation. Interesting. And that was without NIL. <laughs> oh. Yeah, without NIL. <laughs> JP coming – yeah, without NIL. JP coming back. Jaden Osbury or Troy Bowles, realistic or more hopeful long shots? I'm going to say Jaden Osbury, absolutely. Troy Bowles came out. What did he come out with, Cole? Top eight. In the top eight. Okay. Top eight. I'm telling you, with Christian Robinson on these guys, anything's possible. Really like Jaden Osbury. I uh, think Auburn is a team to beat for him. And I will say that until his brother leaves or he signs. I agree. Jalen Lucas, do you think Auburn recruiting Juke offensive lineman or defense lineman? Uh, not very heavily. No, Maybe think- so. Maybe more on the defensive line. I think there's yeah. maybe one other guy other than the one that we talked about last time. I can't think of his name right now. Taylor. Something. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's yeah. done. I think there's one more. Um, I don't know if it's for this year or for next year, but there is one more I've heard of. We'll see what happens there. But they're going to look around. I mean, they're going to – they're going to – they will leave no stone unturned. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. So. Um, good stuff, Jalen. And then Felix the Cat is back. Felix, you will have to call next week. Uh, hey, guys, is it true our classes are keeping some recruits? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We keep uh, Auburn's curriculum, lack of a sports management degree with a bunch of athletes who are majoring in sports classes, recreation classes like that, the transfer portal. There's been a couple of things working against Auburn. The NIL, which I think is coming up for Auburn, but transfer portal, but uh, Russell was talking about this earlier. The good things for Auburn is that the, the, the class limitation is gone and – what was yep. the other one? There's two things that were working for Auburn. I had a thought. For the portal? Know, apparently. Yeah, I thought the, the, the portal that was working against so much Auburn. playing time at offensive line. You think that'll help? That's, that comes to mind for me first, anyway. But Auburn had gotten some good news here lately. I mean, it was the, the, the class limitations were being scratched. Um, kind of helped make up for the lack of transfer portal. Of course, they could have used that couple months ago <laughs> yeah uh but good stuff man i think i think that about wraps it up there cole yep looks really like that was our last one oh man hey listen guys we really appreciate it man we love doing this and uh, we're glad that you guys are allowing us to do it we appreciate everybody watching we appreciate all the calls we appreciate all the questions we appreciate all the comments even the comments that uh we didn't get to man we, we read them and we appreciate everybody for listening hey we're gonna be Jeffrey, uh, uh I believe we hit a new high this time. We hit over 100 watching at once. More than. Yep. I think that is the (laughs) – we're growing. We're growing. (laughs) Well, it's been a lot of fun, man. We're going to be back Thursday with the Shrivel Pod. Jay Head is going to be with us on Thursday for our podcast. If you guys haven't uh, listened to it, give us a try. It's the Shrivel Brickin' Pod, man. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, we appreciate everybody, man. Look for us Thursday. If not, we'll be back Tuesday next Tuesday night at 6.30 Central Time to do this again for Cole Pinkston, for Zach McInnell. I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. See you.